When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wondering what's next in your business or personal life? Welcome to Success to Significance, Life After Breaking Through Glass Ceilings, a podcast dedicated to helping you with all of life's challenges, discoveries, and opportunities. Whether you're seeking a new career, retirement, or simply wanting to make an impact in your community or the world, join Jen Duplessis and her guests as they explore how to start, what to do when you're in the thick of a change or growth, and how to leave a mark in this world after breaking through your next achievement. You are moments away from the aha you've been seeking. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Success to Significance, Life After Breaking Through Glass Ceilings. I am so delighted that you have joined us today, and I want to say thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day, whether you're riding a bike or sitting on the porch listening to us. It means so much to us. And today's guest, I am excited to tell you about Ilona. And you know, one of the things that I know about Ilona is that we are both authors. We are both using the same publishing company for a couple of our books. And um, I had the wonderful opportunity to meet her when we were both in Dallas with Michael D. Butler, who is the owner and CEO of Beyond Publishing. And so there you go, Michael, I gave you a little push here as well, because I know he'll be listening to this podcast. So Ilona, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. You know, I had such a great time with you already before the show. I know, I know in the green room, we were yik-yaking and, and, you know, and thank you so much for having me on your podcast as well. So this is, you know, my uh, gift back to you, but let me introduce you just for a quick second here so that everyone knows who you are. Um, Ilona is a 10X, 10 time best-selling author of diversity and inclusion expert and speaker. She's the president and CEO of IP Resilience Global, which we're going to have to figure out what that is, publisher of IP Resilience Global magazine and Ilona TV producer and host. Um, she is a direct descendant of the Armenian genocide survivors um, from World War I and survived the wartime in the Republic of Georgia right after the collapse of the USSR. Over the years, Ilona has succeeded in turning her disparities from war, losses, and struggles to fit in every no in her life, which you and I are going to talk about, into her superpowers. She rose above all the odds and became a graduate for a doctorate degree in family Christian counseling and her PhD in Christian philosophy as a master coach. She empowers people to find their voice, even in the darkest of their times of their lives, and imparts courage and self-confidence so that they too can experience liberty in all of its best. She's an international TEDx speaker and has been featured in Fox on Fox, NBC, CBC, Influensive, uh, Powerhouse, and Forbes magazine. Uh, she introduces herself, I love this, by the way, when I read it, she introduces herself unapologetically as God's masterpiece and puts God as the CEO of her life, which is very near and dear to me. So again, welcome to the show, Ilona. I'm so delighted to have you. 
Thank you for such an amazing introduction, Jen. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. So I want to kind of dig into this, you know, talking about um, it's kind of it's kind of along the lines of resilience, too. Right. And, um, you know, for my listeners, they know that my uh, you know, I'm a producer of my TV show as well. And it's called Tell Me I Can't, which I love when you say, don't tell me no, <laughs> right? Um, because the whole show is about, don't tell me I can't, I'm going to, I'm going to persevere, you know, through this. So I know one of the topics that you like to talk about is mastering uh, your circumstances and how to overcome them. So share with us a little bit about your history and what you've overcome and how you, you know, it's brought you to the point that you are here today. You know, like uh, you hear this story, you know, when you grew up and you re realize what happened to you when you when you were growing up as a child. But as a child, I was rejected because I was the firstborn and my dad wanted the boy, not a girl. My grandparents also rejected me because my mom is Ukrainian. My dad is Armenian. So I didn't look nothing like Armenians. Therefore, they never included me as the package deal as the family member because they were embarrassed of me me showing me off as a blonde girl blue eyes and a light skin because Armenians don't have that um you know some you know yet it's, it's a different uh, features but right? that yet they made you <laughs> yes yes and uh, it was uh, and even though as I was growing up, and then when I when I had to receive my Christian name in Armenian church, the priest refused to give me name because he had a doubt that I was Armenian. So I had to speak with him in Armenian. My dad had to convince him that that's my daughter. You have to give her name. And even though I didn't look nothing like them, he gave the name to all of my siblings and my cousins and skips me he makes the angry face and he barely through his teeth he gives me the name and the name that he gave me was like through his teeth light your name is light with the anger what he didn't realize that he's prophetically spoke into my life because i became that light in people's life that they were looking for and uh, I've been rejected from the universities because I had a Russian last name, which is Parunakava. It's hard to spell and pronounce. Right. And uh, doctors told me that I cannot run and do anything with my feet or legs. So just be careful. And my, my family, you know, my relatives called me ugly. So there's a lot of things that, you know, I had to hear, listen. But the biggest thing that I have discovered that it's all about the voices that you hear. Those 90% or 99% of the voices got overshadowed by the voice of my mom, who's, who was always at Ilona, forgive those who have uh, you know, hurt you or right. wronged you. That's not our job to pay back to them. That's God's job. All you need to do is just, you need to realize who you are and you need to not to listen to everything that is around you. And that's like tiny, tiny voice. I was, you know, when your mom says something to you, you're like, oh, your mom, of course, you're going to say that to me. Right, right. So you're like, where's the truth? You know, who I really am. And uh, I use that power of knowing my life to completely transform where I am today. Yeah, because you know, it is an inside job, right? It's what it's the voices we hear inside. So a couple things that you said about that. First of all, I love what your mom said about it's God's job to so say that again, because I thought that was so powerful. It's not your job to 
it's not my job to um, repay evil with evil. It's God's job to repay, you know, those people. So all we have to do is just forgive them and let God, allow God to do his job. Because as a people, we usually take responsibility for God and want to hurt people as a direct descendant of the genocide survivors. My, My grandparents were beheaded in front of the you know, the, my grandparents' uh, eyes. And of course, what do you want to do? You want to, you want to anger, revenge. right? Your, yeah. your devastation. You want to repay for that, that um, murder that had happened, that was innocent. People have died. The children have died. The parents have died. But um, it takes the courage. It takes the resiliency. It takes this some kind of force and power from inside of you to become a bigger person and see it from a different perspective as God sees is that and if the entire world will operate the same way and will have this aha moment not to hurt people yeah the way they hurt you and uh the evil will never cast out of evil and anger will never dis- diminish the anger only love and grace and forgiveness i think we will be in a different place today yeah you know i i love what you're talking about now I, what I, and and I, it's beautiful by the way and it reminds me of a colleague i need to introduce you to when we're finished but um because she is the golden light right that's it she is the golden light and uh you know, but I want to talk about this because it's one thing for mom to say, and we're all listening to saying, yep, your mom said it to you. And of course she's your mom. And, but how do you internalize that? How do you, and I know this is part of what you like to talk about is mastering these circumstances and overcoming them, but how, what do you do for those that are listening and saying, you know, I'm being told I can't, right. I'm being told I'm not good enough. I'm being told I'm ugly. I'm being told I'm not the right color. I'm being told whatever. Um, and, uh, you know, what are some of the steps that you do? Because not everyone who's listening perhaps is Christian, right? Maybe they have uh, their source, the universe, God, right. But how do we, how do we start really internalizing and changing that from a 99% external and a 1% internal, right? To a 99% internal so that we don't listen to other people. It's, uh, I, I, I had to discover for myself a few things. The first of all, we always say, why me, why me? But mm. if you ask the question, like, why not me? I think it will change your perspective. And uh, I have also learned in my life that sometimes when we, uh, people do not like in general to receive no right? Every time you ask the question, every time you ask for help, every time you want to do something, you expect something positive in return. And I discovered that every no is not a death sentence. Yeah. It's yeah. not a verdict. It's not over. No means no not simply now. means next. Yeah. Because what's next uh, is going to be better than this door that had a bro- you know closed in front of you. Because what's next may be magnificent. So, and uh, if I would uh, would have grown up as a girl, having everything in front of me was was accepted, was everything fine, I would be maybe spoiled and maybe was would be so fragile. I would not have a resiliency to fight. I would not have this grind to fight for the light. I would not have these messages inside of me right now so I can ignite somebody else. So, 
everything that we go through, it's actually, there's a lesson into it. There is the grind, there is the power, there's the force that was given to you. Because even like God says, right, I will not give you anything more that you can handle, which means that he trusted all these adversities in my life because he knew that I can handle them and help somebody else to handle. And the next one part is forgiveness. Forgive People usually think that for only weak people forgive people. Mm -hmm. But forgiveness is taking the strong person to forgive somebody else. And forgiveness, it's not for others because people usually mistaken. They think that unforgiveness, it's you're giving somebody else, you're going to hurt them. No, unforgiveness, it's just like a poison that uh, when you drink in hopes that somebody else die. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's you become cluttered, you become toxicated inside of you they live inside of you like rent free they they poison you every single day so it takes a courage for you to forgive someone and it takes a bigger person to do so so as soon as you start forgiving people who wronged you and allow God to do his part because it's not your job everything else changes you feel lighter you feel better you feel stronger you feel confident inside of you and that's an inside job it takes the courage it takes some perseverance and it takes some time to get to that point first you want to understand second you want to be prepared to do so and the third one you just do it yeah and I and I love what you're saying you know I've heard about you know forgiveness quite a bit and I, I just want to make sure that we're we're kind of, we're taking this to the next level to make sure that everyone understands because um it took for me, it took a story about Oprah, right? For um, she walked around being very, very angry at this person and how dare she do this to me. And, you know, I hope she, this, that, and the other, you know, which you don't want to ever hope on anybody, but she was just angry, angry. And she had, she said she was walking down the street one day and she saw this person uh, pull up in a, you know, I'll call it a limo, but pull up with a driver, get out of the car, you know, doing her thing. And Oprah just wanted to run over there and just strangle her, right? Like, ah, you know what you did to me and you did it. And I think what we need to talk about, and, and I'll let you talk about it because if you can't tell, I have a sore throat, <laughs> right? Like you talk about it, but forgiveness is not going to the person and saying, I just want you to know you wronged me and now I'm forgiving you. That is not forgiveness. So can you share a little bit more about that? Because once she took it, and this is where it was an aha moment for me. Once she took it and said, wait a minute, she has no idea. And maybe she has no idea. And maybe she does have an idea that she wronged you, but it's not something that you have to take outside. It's what you do inside. Can you share a little bit more about that? So we get clarity of what true forgiveness is. Absolutely. Uh, when I went to the beauty pageant and, um, you know, I, I won, my, uh, my friend who didn't win and who was also participating, she got very, um, how would we say, jealous, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe upset, maybe thought that she, she had an um, opportunity, didn't get it. I don't know what went in her life, but she went to the media and she shared with them the the lies and sharing that my dad had to sell his car to bribe the judges for me to win, even though we were poor at that time and we still had the car, but they bought the lie because they wanted some sensation around the story. And I was invited, you know, into the 
uh, a place to, of celebration with ambassadors, and it was a big thing to kind of honoring the, the winners, you know, first, second, and and so on. And uh, I go there prepared, you know, put the perfume, you know, like uh, from France. I just received, you know, the glamour clothes. I go there, and in a public, you know, when people are there, yeah. they said, Ilona, you're you do not belong here anymore. You're disqualified. And I said, why? That's it. You're gone. You're done. So you cannot imagine my my state of brain at that moment. What has what is going on? What is happening? You know, we have just everything was finalized, and I go there and it's publicly was humiliated, embarrassed just like that so i leave and as i was going home i didn't even remember how i made it home only thing i wanted to go home and just to to tell my mom what's going on mm -hmm. i didn't know how i made it home so she looked at me she's like ilona what's going on i said mom i'm disqualified and then uh she received the call and uh, somebody said that because you know your your husband sold the car and the judges were bright for your daughter to win and she said that's not true we still have a car and we didn't bribe any anybody ask the judges right. because it will be humiliation for them right. they're like high pre, you know you know judges there that they don't need to be bribed there to have money and um and then we we could not understand what happened. And then the, in three weeks, um, it still was inside of me boiling. In three weeks, uh, we got a call from the organizer, and uh, she said he's like, "I'm very sorry that uh, what had happened to your daughter." And my mom said, "Can you please tell me what's going on? Who told the lie?" And he said the name, who said that to the media, mm -hmm. and I mean, if he would have said a different name. I probably would not be that hurt. But when he said the name of my best friend who was, we were eating from the same plate pretty much, doing the same thing like a sister's, right. and he pronounced this name, that was devastating. Mm -hmm. And my mom said, I told you so, right? You don't want to hear that when your mom right. said, I told <laughs> right. you so, because my mom always says that, be careful to hang out with people who laugh at your face. Because yeah. they can stop you. Be with the people that are telling you the truth that may hurt you today, but will be beneficial for you years to come. Mm -hmm. And that was a crush. I could not forgive her. I was angry. I was devastating. How did she dare to do that to me? But, you know, it took a lot of work with my mom, you know, but it's still my responsibility. It was my choice to receive it or not. Mm -hmm. And it took me years to forgive, but some person didn't realize that we 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 hold grudges against them, that we we hold unforgiveness towards them, and they have no idea. They live their life freely, happily. It's us who struggle, who battle, right. who have to pull ourselves up every single day from somebody that hurts you back. So as you said, that some person may not realize that they've done something wrong to you, but it's our internal job because opinions are strong things. It's it's up to us whether we're going to receive those opinions in our lives or not. But praise God, this situation got resolved. I was invited back to the embassy um, and uh, on a with a special driver they come and, and picked me up and they got um restored my uh oh, my good. title yeah and i yes. yeah, I, was, I was gonna ask you so she was runner up then did she automatically get 
your crown during that period? No, she wasn't the runner up. She didn't even make it oh, to the club. Oh, I see. Okay, good. Because that would even be scarier, right? It's like, oh, yes. you know, yeah. Because she didn't even you know, make a cut of semifinal yeah. or of the finals. Right. So, and, you know, and the thing is, a lot of times when those things happen, um, especially in that situation, you would want a public apology. I want an apology. I want an apology. But I, I don't think that that's, you know, situation. Now, I have another question. I have a little follow-up question to that, to, to that because I'll tell stories like similar to what you're talking about, you know, is that I, I did forgive them. But the fact that you're bringing up the story, there's a little piece in you that still is, you know, I've forgiven but I haven't forgotten. Yes. Uh, people, people usually mistaking that forgiveness needs, means forgotten. No, we need those stories in our life so we don't go back to the same situation because they serve us as a reminders. Some people think that when somebody cheats on somebody else, forgiveness means, oh, I, you know, thank you, honey, come back to me. No, that means thank you. I've learned my lesson. I become stronger and I will move on. Right, with right. My life. And, and I won't forget because forgotten. that'll help me stay in that same, yes. uh, ooh, the only word I can think of right now is superior, but but that empowered position, right? It, they'll keep me in that um, empowered yes, it's, position. It's, it's, it's the stories that help us to move on, to get us stronger. Because if, like I said, if all my life will be all like roses and petals and all these <laughs> aromas, and I will never have those opportunities to grow from my relatives and how I've been wow. rejected. I will, I didn't forget that, but I've forgiven them. Yeah. You know, I use it as a story. I am happy right now because I have, I know who I am now and I made myself to, you know, to where God wanted wants me to be a how moment. Yeah. It's a process that we build and, and work within ourselves. And it's a great journey. Um, and you just have to know that it's it takes the guts to to say no to people, places, and things. Yeah. And throughout my journey, I had to do so. Yeah. I had to say no to friends, no to people, no to places, no to my habits, or uh, my um, even my dreams to become a person I am today. So detoxification from inside, from within, in is a process that must take place. Yeah. I love that because one of the things that I say quite frequently is that I uh, associate, work with, surround myself with people that complement and not complicate me and my life. Um, I mean, to the extent that, uh, you know, if there are patterns that are toxic or, uh, you know, like not following up when they say they're going to follow up. Those are patterns that can be toxic. You know, they're not holding true, you know, to one of my core um, values, you know, which, which is really important to me, right. That people have this accountability and this integrity in their lives. And, um, you know, I just learned that in life, I don't want to surround myself with people that complicate me, that, that make me feel bad, that, say bad things that don't, you know, that talk about other people that, you know, all of these types of things. And I think, you know, you, you've said that as you've had to say no to people and remove them from your life um, so that you can, you know, be in your own brilliance. So thank you so much for sharing all of that. Um, what I want to talk about now is um, refueling your life passion. You know, we've, we've just gotten through, you know, COVID we hope, right? As we're recording this in 2022, you know, we've, we've finally come out on the other side, life is coming back to normal, um, you know, more than we've ever seen, um, you know, and hopefully it won't come back again. But, um, 
you know, I think a lot of people there spark, and I, I'm always going to talk about sparks because that's my company, Kinetic Spark Consulting. I think their spark has gone out, right? That their passion has diminished, or maybe someone has found their passion during COVID. Um, but regardless, how do we keep that passion going? What is your what is your take on um, this inspiration and this passion? Um, you know, from your perspective, how does it continue to move and grow every single day? Because people can get real excited and then it wavers, right? How do we keep it going? I just interviewed the 10, um, 10 year old guy who was a TEDx speaker from India. And I asked him the same question and he, he gave the very brilliant answer. He said, you need to learn to do this, you know, try the new things every day and you will know whether you like it or not. And what, if you like to try new things, that becomes a little bit of your passion in your life. But I also add to this that people are afraid to go under the pressure but pressure is a privilege because only under pressure gold becomes the gold you know and when it becomes it's that it's not hurting people it's right. just pressing press pressing on us to to get this creative juices out of us that we've been sitting on for so long and um during the COVID was my aha moment in my life. When I went through the under pressure, everything was closed up, you know, mm -hmm. as a society, as a country, as a global, as a planet. And I have discovered my passions because I started to try the new things. And I'm like, this is it. This is what I want to do to the rest of my life. Yeah. So what did you discover? What did you discover during that period of time? How did that shift? So pre-COVID, what were you doing? And post-COVID, what are you doing? Uh, Pre-COVID, I was behind the cameras. I was doing my own running. I was I was administrator of the you know the big organization in here for like uh, over twenty years and such. So I have discovered the 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 magic of media. Mm -hmm. And I started to do my YouTube channel so that I can ignite the people who were locked in in the COVID because that was the only way to send the right message through the through the YouTube. I had no idea what I'm doing, how to hold the camera, what to say, the right funnels, none of that right, stuff. Right. But then I realized how much I love it. And uh, I grew into it and I, and I opened my TV studio in uh, Minneapolis and in Dallas as well. And uh, my message is being spread and I got uh, great support from the state. So I'm very passionate about being in camera, uh, interviewing people because I discovered that everyone has a story to tell and they need to have this outlet to speak out so they can connect. And God actually told me that to take him out of church and take him on the streets. Yeah, yeah. Well, and we know that's kind of what's happened, right? Is there has been a lot of that happening in the world. So yeah, I love I love that you, you know, found some, you know, a new passion that, that you uh, wanted to explore. And, you know, and I think many of us found that during, during that period of time. And that's partly why this podcast exists. You know, it's funny, we, we started this podcast in April, in 2020, but, but it was already in the works before COVID, right? It just happened to come out, but wow, the timing was so good because, mm -hmm. you know, everything from success to significance, you know, and life after breaking through glass ceilings, so many of us, you know, 
um, had to come home and work. I mean, I've worked from home for a long time, but a lot of people came home and now they're going, do I want to go back to work? And they're breaking through these ceilings. Maybe I want to follow my passion, maybe. And I don't know what to do. And how do I, you know, make my mess, my mess be my mission, yes. right in life. And um, so there's a lot of change that's happening right now. And it sounds like that's exactly what you're trying to do out in the world to share that with other people, you know, to help them get their message out, which is going to be a great segue to what I'm going to be asking you here in just a few minutes. But I do have another question for you. And that is that um, you have a doctorate degree in family Christian counseling and a PhD in Christian philosophy. So um, what are, what are you doing with that doctorate right now? Are you providing family Christian counseling at this point, or is it more of a global, um, effect that you're doing rather than a one-to-one? -one? Is it one-to-many versus one-to-one -one now? I like to work one-to-one -one because everybody has their own story and they're more open to this, but I wanted to use that as a, um, as a power to help people. I know lots of people are afraid the word G-O-D right now because they're, um, they're some people get hurt by the churches uh, and by Christians in general um, and such. And I have been pastor for over 20 years myself. So I see the pattern. I see the hurt. I see some devastation here and there that is happening. So I'm using that as a, as my background because I've, I've learned so much on it. So I can leverage to open my own um, coaching. I don't like the word coaching. I like the word mentorship yeah, me uh, to others too, so I can be a guiding tool for them to see something that they've never seen in their lives so they will be able to also leverage on those gifts that they have inside of themselves they have been not successfully using so they'll be able to use their voice and be free to be themselves and uh, God is amazing what he does in our lives and I want everyone else to see the value that he put inside of everyone and as I said that they are fearfully and wonderfully made they have their God's thumbprint on them with his word says approved so they don't have to do anything to prove anything to anyone anymore about their worth and about their values because God already did his work. It's right. done, you it's finished. Right, you are. Yes, there, it's enough. it. Not that. That, that's, it took me a while yeah. for, to realize that, that I don't have to prove anything to anyone anymore, my worth and who I am. I am done, it's finished. I am unapologetically God's masterpiece and I love this title that he had given to me. Yeah, I think that's absolutely beautiful. And, you know, I think that uh, so many people are trying to be like other people on Facebook and like other people on Instagram. And, you know, um, it's, it's funny. Um, I have it over here, but I can't reach it right now, but I have a, a you know, one of these little one of these little boxes, you know, that we have, like I, this one is you are my sunshine because my aunt used to sing it to me and I sing it to Aww. my granddaughter, my only sunshine. But I have one of these that says, um, be yourself. Everybody else is taken. Yep. <laughs> right? And I think that that is super powerful. Yep. Um, okay. So I'm going to make this shift into something that, that as we finish up our time here, that you are really, really good at, and that is helping people get on TED stages. Um, whether it's TED talks or TEDx talks, um, that's fine. You know, either way is fine, but you're really, really good at helping people get on these stages. So can we talk just for a few minutes about um, what it is that you do is you, that is uniquely different so that if someone's listening and saying, oh my goodness, now I want to get on those stages. Um, what is it that you do that is uniquely different to help people get on 
these stages who want to I share think empowering story. them yes I, I believe that I empower people to realize that they have a story that is worth sharing mm -hmm. because some people have doubts in themselves. Is my story enough? If, is my story good enough to be written, told, shared, spoken uh, on a, on a massive um, medias? And that's what I'm tapping into their potentials. And because there's over 9 billion people in the world, do you think their story is not going to be echoing somebody else's life story in one way or another? Of course it will. And sometimes they get feared, they get doubts. Oh, I have all the same story as somebody else. And But I'm using that to leverage on, on their fear to take them to and to see the faith and the freedom, so, so their story will make a difference on somebody else's life. Their approach, the way of the, they're going to be sharing it with their personality, with their charisma, with their, with their voice, it will be different than somebody else will share. And sometimes it does take more than seven times to hear the same story before uh, we kind of remember that and actually starting to, you know, uh, using that. So... They, yeah. And I remove that fear from their lives and uh, starting them to see, hey, there is a light in the end of tunnel. And your message can be different and yeah. can make a power. Well, and I think, you know, because I know a lot of people who have the same background that I do, but they don't teach what I teach. They don't speak about what I speak. They don't mentor people about what I mentor, you know, and yet they have that same background or that similar background. I think the other thing too is that I've heard a lot of people say, well, I don't really have a bad background. You know, we don't, this isn't about, you know, my story happens to be yucky, but not everybody's story is bad, right? Everyone, some people were raised in great families and had everything, you know, in their lives, but they have stories too. And I, I want to make sure that people hear this is it, it isn't an either or it's not, you have to have a really bad childhood, a bad situation, a bad thing to create a story. You can have good things in your life that create stories too. Absolutely. People usually think that I have to go through adversities, you know, I have yeah. to go through the pain and devastation in order for us to teach somebody else so they can, they can hear me and they, I can get their attention. But you're absolutely right. People may see their lives through the different lenses and, and we all need the stories. Sometimes the, the powerful stories with the positive upbringing, the, the life is good, may influence somebody else to maybe appreciate what they have or what they don't have. So they will get hungry enough to get it so it's they they never know unless they try it yeah to get with their stories yeah. on I've heard the guy who was talking about the chicken coop how mm -hmm. he built the chicken coop and he made people uh cry yeah just sharing the story about chicken I'm like how in the world that happened so just guys yeah. if you have a stories to share whether it's a chicken coop or or about the the frog that you have found you know in the backyard or the leaves that are falling you know do it yeah yeah I think that's important okay so story is one thing so you help people with the story but then you also are part of TED right so that you understand what the application process is like etc um right correct yep. yes so so i don't want to go into detail about that because you know if people want to be on a ted ted stage and they can reach out to you and so let's talk about that what is the best way to reach out to you well i'm on the social media and uh, um, that's the best way that i usually am in a, uh, on the linkedin as ilona barunakova so that will be the best way to reach out to me 
Great. And I know I have those links, so we'll make sure that those links get put in here as well so that we have them. And uh, so if they are interested in TED, they can go there. If they're interested in your mentorship, if they're interested in just having, you know, proximity to you to learn more about what you're about, then, then certainly they could, they could hop on there. Um, so the last question I want to ask you is, um, well, there's actually two questions. One is, is there a quote that is a mantra for you um, that you live by? So that'll be one. One is the quote. And the other is, what would you like to leave with our listeners? With the quote, this is what I usually have discovered and I absolutely love. It's so true to who I am right now. The quote states that you only have one life, so leave it twice. Mm. That's what I do. And what I would love to also leave with our listeners with another quote of that I absolutely also resonate and love. It's a quote of Coco Chanel. And she said this, there's some people who have money and there's some people who are rich. And for us to discover why we are rich for, it takes gods and perseverance and life journey. Because I love I'm rich today because I have something that money cannot buy. And if, if, and if somebody out there can, uh, on a daily basis, just discover all of these values or things in your life that you have that no money in the world can buy, then you are rich. You're going to wake up rich. You're going to go to bed rich. And everything else will come to your life one way or another. Yeah, that is so powerful because, you know, um, we know about the book, Think and Grow Rich. Yes. And a lot of people that I run across that don't know about it, that aren't in the world that we're in, right, of, of personal, personal professional development, think that it's a book that says, if I just think, I will grow rich. Money. Monetizing it, but it's really about having a rich relationship, you know, a rich yes. life. Um, it's, you know, it's funny because one of the things that, well, the thing that I speak on is living a life of luxury, but it's not the luxury you think. It's the luxury of designing a life that fulfills you, the luxury yes. of choosing to take a nap if you want, choosing to spend time with your loved ones, choosing to do whatever you want to do. That's true luxury. So it's very similar to what you're talking about. I absolutely love it. And of course, it's God-driven. I'm very yes. faith forward, right? So it's all God-driven because that's my number one value, right? Is my faith. Yes, <laughs> right? yes so, absolutely. Yeah, I love I love that. Okay, anything else you'd like to leave our, our guests with? I just want them to know that uh, not to base their opinions on some, uh, their value, their identity on somebody else's opinion. Mm. I want you to know how wonderful you are, how strong you are, how unique you are. There's no one like you. No one will be like you. No one is like you. So please leverage on that and wake up every day thinking and thanking yourself. Because if you don't love yourself, you pretty much say that I don't love you, God, because you are his direct likeness and image. So when you look at yourself on the mirror, you need to smile and say, God, I just love you. You look at me. I am amazing. I look just like you. You are beautiful. You are wonderful. And that will probably will help them to become a champion in their lives. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's a great reminder for every one of us every day, right? Every single day to do that. Well, I definitely can see your light and I'm saying it loudly. <laughs> 
teeth and not through my teeth. <laughs> I definitely can see your light. And I want to say thank you so much for being on our show today. I see you, I hear you, and what a gift you are to this world. So thank you so much for what you're doing. And I just want to ask everybody who's listening here is please, please follow Ilona. Use the links that we have on the bottom and bring yourself into her light and see what happens to your life along the, along the way. So thank you again so much for being our guest here today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Jen. Thank you. And I just want to remind everyone, please give us a great rating and write a review. Even if it's just a couple of sentences, keep the reviews coming in. We love knowing what you like about this podcast. And until next time, I will see you on Success to Significance. You've been listening to Success to Significance with Jen Duplessis, the number one podcast for people wanting to give more value and make an impact. Loved this episode? Be sure to subscribe right now at www.jenduplessis.com S2S for more stories, strategies, and thoughts to help you gain significance and success. And if you like what we're doing, don't forget to give us a rating and review so we can continue to bring you the best content possible. Join us next week for another breakthrough episode. Thank you for listening.